The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? It is your boy, Jack Fox, a.k.a. Mr. Long Time No See, a.k.a. Mr. Just Had Some Egg Fried Rice and Stuck In My Teeth, a.k.a. Mr. My Allergies Have Been Really Bad The Last Couple Of Days, so I do apologise if I sound more nasally than normal, a.k.a. Mr. Sitting Down in Front of a Microphone for the First Time What Feels Like Forever, a.k.a. Young Flat Tire, a.k.a. Your fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time, finally, for a brand new episode of Tired and Inspired. How's it going? It's been a while, and honestly... As per usual, I was thinking of hanging the mic up just for a little bit, taking a little break because uh, there's a lot. There's there's always a lot going on in my life, and sometimes I haven't got the time or brain space to sit down in front of this here microphone and talk absolute nonsense for about half an hour. But after a quick conversation with Christina. She convinced me to keep doing it because I do enjoy this. I do enjoy this, and I have a lot to talk about. Well, I think I have a lot to talk. This is this is another problem is I get too in my head. So when I get on a run of podcasts and I'm doing lots in a row, I mean weekly, uh, I can talk. I feel like I, I'm loose and I can talk about anything for any length of time. But I when I haven't done one in a while, I feel like I've got a lot to talk about. But I don't feel loose and I feel pressured to make it funny. Whatever you know. Uh, great start, really great start. Good, good going from the off. Uh, always good to yawn within the first three minutes of doing a podcast. Really sets the tone for the rest of the uh, the pod. Uh, some weekend I'm recording this on Tuesday. Some fucking weekend I've had. Well, actually, some week I've had. Uh, some two weeks I've had. To be perfectly honest, uh, going all the way back two or three weeks now. Um, my mother. Got a really bad sprain in her knee. Now I've been through this a thousand times. You all know I live with my uh, mom and my nana, and we live here because we look after my nana because she's eighty nine and has dementia. Doesn't want what's going on. So my mom sprained her knee. I was unable to walk for like two weeks. So I'm going around picking the slack up while also trying to live my life. Was difficult. Fortunately, my mum's okay now. Uh, all good. I also filled in last minute headline and red raw at the stand, which means I was also booked for the week after, which means two weeks in a row I headlined red raw at the stand. Now, if you had told me a year ago that I would be headlining red raw two weeks in a row, 
I'd have slapped you in the face and sucked your dick because I would not have believed you. But alas, there I was on the chalkboard outside as the headliner two weeks in a row and closed the show twice. And I'm trying my very, very best to uh, not take it for granted and to still appreciate, I do always appreciate, but to still appreciate the fact that it's a very special thing and uh, it can all go away in a minute. But saying that, as per usual, I put too much pressure on myself and didn't do so well at the second one, but the first one was a lot of fun. But of course, that means all of my, some of my friends were at the second one to see me when I didn't do so well at the second one, but did better at the first one. But that's just how it goes, because that, my friends, is my life. Uh, what else has been fucking gone on? Uh, but played a lot of shows with the Red Hot Chilipinos. Having a lot of fun times. We played a show at the, uh, the Turf in concert, which is admittedly middle of fucking nowhere, but we've played there a few times now, and it's always been nice and fun. And uh, we played there, and we got asked to do two encores, which is always nice. And at the very end of the show, everybody was very nice and giving us lots of compliments and shaking our hand and giving us hugs and stuff. And there was a lady there who uh, was buying shots for our lead singer, which is something that happens sometimes, and it's very nice. And during the set, she would come up, come up during our set and give him a shot, so in between songs, whatever, you take a shot, whatever, whatever. And after the show... Uh, she was very complimentary to all of us, but mostly our lead singer. And then, uh, full on, just kissed him in the mouth. Just full on, kissed a married man square in the mouth. And I couldn't help but think that if that was me that she kissed, or, or, God forbid, the other way around where he had kissed her without consent. And there would have been absolute fucking hell on. So I will say this, if you are out and about and see a band and enjoy the band, like them very much, don't kiss any of the members without asking them and getting consent first. Okay? Because it's not nice. Okay. Uh, what else do we do? I just I can't just help but think if we were four drunk guys, if, instead of being in a band, if we were four drunk guys watching a band, and as soon as the band finished, our lead singer went up and kissed a female lead singer of the band while being drunk after giving her shots in between songs, that the news would be there and the police would be there within the next five minutes. But because... I'm not going to finish that sentence, actually. I'm not going to finish that sentence. But I was annoyed by it. The rest of them, not so much. Whatever. Uh, what else? I, I'll get into more... Uh, I went to London uh, and had a right, right fuck on down in LDN um, with a few numerous things 
Uh, what else? I, I've been changing. Look, I've said this before and I've said this again. You will get guarantees on this podcast when you press play on this podcast. You will know I will ride or die all day long for Pepsi Max. You will know that you're going to get a fun, silly goose time from your boy. And you will know my name is the Lord. When I lay my vengeance upon thee, which is a quote from Pulp Fiction, and number four, finally, you will know I will have recently been in a 48-hour window of having some sort of issue with my car. And today, lying, sorry, yesterday, that would have been, I went to the co-op, the local co-op, to get some hay fever tablets, because I can't breathe out my nose, drove from my house to the co-op, all good, everything fine. Parked up in the local co-op, went inside, was inside the shop for about two and a half minutes. Came back out of the shop, jumped back in the car, switched the car on, reversed out of the car park, and all of a sudden, me back driver's side tyre is flat. This is the third time in the last 12 months where that particular tyre, not the same tyre, the third tyre on that particular wheel has gone flat. Now, what the fuck is that all about? Now, could I be asked right there and then to drive to the garage and put air in it and see if it was just like a slow puncture issue or whatever the fuck? No. Did I park it in the garage and then instead of even the next day going to the garage on a flat tyre and seeing if I can put air in it and that would fix it? No. Did I instead... Sign up for a free trial of Amazon Prime and buy one of those portable air tyre blowy up things for £15 off the internet? Yes. Did it then come? Was I excited by it? Yes. Did I try it in the tyre and did it work? Of fucking course it didn't work. Because why would it? Because my life is garbage. So have I spent my afternoon today in the rain, thunder and lightning, I might say, in my backyard, uh, sorry, back lane, changing my back tyre to put my spare one on so I can drive to the garage tomorrow to buy a new tyre. Yes. Is that how I envision spending my Tuesday afternoon? No. I just, I just hate doing things, man. I understand that this is like life, you just chalk it up to life stuff, charge it to the game. It's what happens. Life stuff, life shit gets in the way. But I'm just sick of it. I'm just sick of it. Surely everybody else has these trials and tribulations. It's not, look, I get I'm complaining. It's not that big a deal. I try to change a tire. Happens all the time, I'm sure. But fuck me. Can I be asked? Can I fuck? Me legs, just from bending over. All right, whatever. God damn it. Um, well, it's probably time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by the brand new Hive Mind song, A Lullaby High. If you listen to this when this comes out on Thursday... The brand new Hive Mind song, A Lullaby High, will be released tomorrow, Friday, July 28th, on all streaming platforms. Just go check it out. 
just go check it out let me know what you think we think it's a nice summer banger i know the weather hasn't been great as of late but it's a nice little summer vibey toe tappy tune i'll hope you get you in the mood make you feel good make you dance and sing along we put a lot of hard work into writing and recording this and we would really really appreciate it if you go check it out it's the brand new hive mind single that's called a lullaby high that will be out on the 28th of june yeah man i guess i haven't really talked about it much i probably would have talked about it last week had i done an episode but i didn't so um new hive mind tune very excited for this to be out lullaby high we've put a lot of hard work into it and we've been sitting on it for a little while now and uh, we've got some more plans to release some more stuff later in the year so if all goes to plan i'll be rich and famous this time next year probably not true but um just go check it out just no bullshit straight to the point just go check the song out just enjoy the song it's three minutes long it's a catchy little number some nice vocal harmonies great guitar solo the drums are all right the bass is very nice i think you'll enjoy it i think you will genuinely enjoy this song uh some of my rap stuff isn't for everybody some of the harder heavier hive mind stuff isn't for everybody this is just a nice song and i think you'll really like it so check it out please thanks um so i went to london to see the red hot chili peppers the actual four guys from california and one from detroit and one originally from new york city um and they were fucking excellent and i'm biased i'm biased but they were fucking excellent i've seen them seven or eight times now and this is arguably the best time i've seen them they all sounded great high energy uh played some had a great set list stage show uh even the sound i went to see them last year was it the year before no last year yeah last year and uh it was okay it was all right you know but this one was just really good and uh i really thoroughly enjoyed myself at the tottenham hotspur stadium in london um, bit of a fuck on with the uh, the train strikes and stuff getting there, but it is what it is. I also really enjoyed the fact that I went down by myself. I was meeting some friends there because I've made some internet friends. Uh, Red Chili Peppers internet friends. I was meeting some friends there at the gig day, but I was honestly travelled down by myself. Got a travel lodge in Wembley, like uh, the Wembley area. Staying in a room by myself was honestly. So excited just to hang out and be by myself for a few days and not have to worry about flat tires on the car, uploading stuff to Instagram at the right time. Gotta make sure my set's in order. Gotta be at the venue for this. I was like, no, fuck it. I'm taking three or four days. Uh, I was there for two nights, three days, including travel days, whatever, whatever. Taking a few days for myself. And then on the way back, the plan was, <laughs> the plan was take the train from London up to York. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers lads will meet me in York. Then we're going to go from York to Wakefield and play a show in Wakefield and then come back home. So I was jump, jumping headfirst right back into it after my little vacation, I suppose. But I was excited just to be by myself for a few days, man. I got down there, uh, I had to get the early train, a lot of travelling. So I got down there, ended up taking a little snooze in the hotel, got up, got changed, had a little walk around. I was in the mood for a nando's so i put nando's in my sat nav and it was a five minute walk away hey hey i'm living the fucking dream here five minute walk at wembley highway taking the sights 
<laughs> the sights, the sounds, the smells, as Anthony Keenis wrote for the Red Chili Peppers song, These Other Ways. Enjoy my time. Get to the Nando's. Close for refurbishment. It's my life. That's my life. That is my life. I'll get a flat tyre when I pop into the co-op and the Nando's that I fancy that is five minutes away from my hotel room is close for refurbishment. But we keep it moving. It is what it is. Everywhere else on the high street is pretty much a takeaway place or like a KFC or a McDonald's. Fuck all that shit. I wanted to go out and sit somewhere and embrace the people around and listen to the sights, the sounds, the smells, whatever. Uh, so right across the road from the Nando's, was a Weatherspoons. Now, if you're not too familiar with Weatherspoons, because I know we're, we're, we're passport gang, you know, we're big in other, in other nationalities. Weatherspoons is a chain of pubs that's pretty much known for uh, being cost-effective, fairly cheap. The food is just like nothing special, really, but they have a wide variety of stuff. And again, it's fairly cheap. And uh, you can just kind of sit your order at your table. They bring it to your table. Uh, all well and good, fine. I thought, I'll just jump in the Witherspoons. I'll be here half an hour. I'll have another little walk around, then just go back to the hotel. Call it a night, early night, get up tomorrow, go see the fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers. Unbelievable. I was so excited just to sit by myself, eat what I wanted to eat, chill out for a bit, then go home. I walk in this pub, it's fucking huge. Another thing Witherspoons is well known for is big pubs. There's just big, lots of room, lots of spaces. There's something going on. I don't know if it's a a pub quiz or a, a, a fucking some sort of sports thing. Obviously, it's a football. I know the Women's World Cup's going on, but it's being played during the night here in England. I don't know if it's a cricket. Actually, the cricket was on. That's right, the cricket was on. I believe it's the Ashes series, and I don't know. I guess cricket's big in that area of the whatever. But there's just there's more older people sitting watching the big TV, and it's quite busy. But there's a back. Area at the back where it doesn't seem so hustle bustly. So I walk to the back and I spot a table. That's a table for two, and I think that is fucking. If I if you ask me what my ideal situation was in this pub, it would be sitting at the back somewhere on a small table out the way where I can order some food, order some drinks, chill out by myself, all good. I approach the table. My head's down. Not really looking at anybody else, not really looking to entertain any friends or any questions at this point in time. I pull the chair out from under the table and I hear from the table behind me, Jack, in a Geordie accent. And I think, nah. Nah, nah, surely. And then I hear again, Jack, is that you? Nah, nah, surely, fuck, surely not. And I look round and I see, (laughs) check this out, my mum's friend's ex-son-in-law my mum's friend's ex-son-in-law have I met this guy once? yes did I leave such an impression on this guy that he recognised me 
in a Witherspoons in Wembley when he's away with his girlfriend for his 40th birthday. Evidently. Did I recognise him? Did I know his name? Absolutely fucking not. Had I met his girlfriend before? Couldn't tell you. Now look, what I should say before going any further is this is no slight on him or his girlfriend. They are out enjoying their time and random as fuck, the guy that a guy that they know is came to sit in front of them in a random Witherspoons in Wembley on this Thursday night. But now I've got a fucking decision to make. Because of course they ask me, Do you wanna go out sit, go and join? Come on, come and join. And I'm like, ah yeah, you know I'm I've already I've already set the standard. I have pulled my chair out. I can't even be like, no, nah, I was just coming in to use the toilet and I've gotta I'm meeting some friends and I've gotta they fully know that the jig is up. The jig is up. I am in this Witherspoons by myself to sit at this table and have something to eat and something to drink. And I use the old, nah, I don't want to disturb you guys. And then he, look, look why he wanted to speak to me so badly in the first place, I don't know. He used the old, nah, come on, it's my, it's my birthday, man. It's my 40th birthday. Come and sit down, we're having a... I was like, nah, nah, yeah, it's fine. Nah, it's fine, man, it's fine. So I think deflect, 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 deflect. Look, there's nothing against him again. I just don't want... I just want me peace and quiet for a bit. I sit with my back facing them. Frantically texting me mom saying, do you know who the fuck this guy is? I don't know who the fuck this guy is. And as we're having small talk... His girlfriend lets slip his name, talking about what they've been doing for his birthday. Then I have to relay that. Am I going to say his name? I have to relay that information back to him. We'll finally figure out who it is. Because I thought it was somebody else. I should, I should also point that out. I thought it was completely somebody else. So now, they're not letting up. I thought if I just sit with my back to them, it might just be a case of saying, Hi, oh, you know, man, it was a small world, isn't it? Yeah, I know, happy birthday, man. Okay, have a good one. And I'll sit with my back. But no, you know, you're still in the band. Yeah, no, you're still doing the comedy thing. How's your mum? How's your nana? Oh, fancy what you're down here for? All this. Have you met? Have you met my girlfriend, whose name I also shan't display in public? Oh, for fuck's sake! Also, you just uh, are you waiting for like a friend or something? By myself. Um, <coughs> dusty in here. <coughs> God damn it. So I'm just sitting. So then I'm, for the whole time, of the, I also thought I would be in this Witherspoons half an hour, 45 minutes tops. I'm stuck there for two fucking hours. And I'm doing this like half turned, not fully. I, I should have just joined them. I should have just sat at the table and joined them and gate crashed this guy's 40th birthday party. But I'm like half turned, and then when my food comes, I've got to sit with my back to them, and then I'm eating, and then I'm trying to, trying to talk to them with my mouth full, and I'm, oh, it's a mess. And then, 
embarrassingly, my nose starts running halfway through. I've got to run all over trying to find some... Uh, nothing. It's my life. Nothing's ever straightforward. But then the next day, went to see the Red Chili Peppers. And it was all fine. Until, look, I know I'm running long on this podcast, but I haven't done one for a couple of weeks, so fuck it. Until I had one day where everything ran smoothly. Well, even then, coming home, even then, I, the the, the, hotel, the travel lodge I was staying in had a Tesco opposite it. Now, you know me. I am king of the corner shop. I love a corner shop. I love a meal deal. I'm meal deal foxy. You know how I well, you know how we get down, and this is London. This Tesco stays open until midnight, directly opposite where I'm staying. Unbelievable. Similar to if I was mapping out where I would sit in this Witherspoons at the back on a table of two out the way of everybody else. If I could map out what would be in the direct vicinity of any hotel room I was staying in, it would be a Tesco Express that's open till midnight. So I'm watching the Chili Peppers. Chili Peppers finish just before half ten, like 25 past 10. I'm thinking, I'm going to be able to get back, go to this Tesco, meal deal thing, Pepsi Max, some snacks on deck, get back into the hotel, watch some TV, go to bed. Little... Did I fucking know the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium only has one overground tube station in its area? Unless you're willing to walk 10 miles or something, which Londoners are, but I'm a fat northerner, so I'm fucking not. So, of course, don't end up getting back to my tube stop till about half 12. Mr. Tesco had to go to a dodgy pizza shop. All good. Didn't have diarrhea. But the next day, everything goes so well. I was so happy with getting off the train at York. And I got a text from the Chilipinos lads to say they're 10 minutes away going to the short stay car park. And I was like, I can't believe how well this is timed out. They're in the short stay car park. I make my way there. We're in a van and the car. We've got all the gear in the van. There is smoke coming out from under the bonnet of the van. Now, some might ask, why, or oh why, would we take a gig in Wakefield in the first place? When surely there's a pub in the northeast that we could just rock up to and play. And to that, I would say, our fee was almost tripled for this gig in Wakefield. So, fuck you. Mind your own goddamn business. Stop pocket watching. So, York train station is 40 minutes from the venue. We think, uh, look, it's not, there's a little bit of smoke. It's not on fire. Nothing coming out of the exhaust. It's also raining, so that will enhance the smoke. 
We'll get to the venue. We're going to be nice and early. We'll park up. Then we'll call the AA. The AA can come out. We'll fix it. We'll play the gig. We'll go home. We've got plenty of time. Time's on our side. It's all good. We hit the road. I'm in the car with our singer and our bassist and our guitarist and his brother who often comes along to our gigs and helps out is in the van behind us. Five minutes on our journey out of York Station. We get a phone call from the van behind us saying the fumes are starting to come back into the van and it's just too much for them to take. We're going to have to pull over. Fuck's sake. Now, of course, where do we pull into? Where's nearby where we can stop, pull over, really assess the situation? A big Tesco. Tesco's been good to me this past week. We pull into a big Tesco. We pull into the petrol station of a big Tesco, actually, because that's closer than the car park is. We pull into the car park. Uh, sorry, the petrol station, and s- almost straight away, almost as if she was waiting for us, almost straight away, a woman who's working in the petrol station kiosk comes out and tells us we have to move. Why? The only reason, the only thing that should be coming in and out of a petrol station is cars and automobiles and vans. We're obviously in trouble. We've broken down. If anything, you guys might be able to help us instead of us just fucking shifting out of here. Whatever, after a few times back and forth with her, we decide to move the van. We get in the van, head towards the exit, and it just fucking... just dies on us. And then, of course... The woman comes back out. Why are you going to have to fucking move the van? She didn't swear. But you're going to have to move the van. So now, picture this. Picture this. You take a short drive from your house in York out in the big Tesco on wherever the fuck it is. And you drive into the little estate where it is. And you met with a roundabout. On the left of the roundabout is the petrol station. On the right of the roundabout is the car park for the big Tesco. And you see three... Big lads who are all out of breath northern musicians pushing a Ford Transit van while one who looks a lot like a younger brother of the guitarist steers the van and while one, the bassist, wears a high-vis jacket that the guitarist happened to have in the footwell of his door and just... Calls us over the roundabout, and we push this fucking van over the roundabout into the car park of the big Tesco before calling the AA. And the AA, I'm cutting a lot of this out by the way, I'm, I'm trimming as I'm going here. Before calling the AA, the AA guy comes out and basically tells us what we already know the van's fucked. Shit, the bed. We're 40. In all this, I feel bad for our guitarist, Daz, whose van it is, and it is his livelihood. And obviously, we have a van full of equipment as well, by the way. Thousands of pounds worth of equipment, PA systems, amps, drum kits, you name it, lights, uh, mixing desks, you name it, we've got it. 
What are we going to do? Call up Enterprise, try and rent a car. Call up Hertz, try and rent a car. Nope, 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 nope. We only have one car, five people, so all of us can fit in the car, but also a van full of gear and a gig 40 minutes away in about four hours. Our bassist's wife, our bassist's wife's cousin has a van in Sunderland. Couple of phone calls are made. Our bassist's wife, Adele, jumps in the van, drives from Sunderland to York. Just listen to that sentence alone. On a fucking random Saturday night, just hops in a van and drives from Sunderland to York. We abandon Daz's van in the... It's still there, by the way. Daz's van is still in a car park, a Tesco car park in York. Abandon the van, take all the equipment out of Daz's van, put it in the new van, hop in the vans, hop in the cars, drive, do the gig. I don't want anybody ever, ever, ever to question our dedication to the cause or to question our work rate or even my work rate. I just, the night before, the night before all this, I was at possibly the one of the top three places I would like to visit before I die, a live Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. And now, less than 24 hours later, I'm sitting in a cafe in a big Tesco waiting to get picked up by my friend's wife in a van on the outskirts of York to play at a fucking pub in Wakefield. I don't want to hear any, and that, my friends, is my life. That is my life. That is what it's like to be a fucking musician or a comedian on the road, out and about, making some pocket money here and there. No, I'm not selling out stadiums. No, I'm not selling out theatres. No, Hive Mind isn't playing Leeds and Redden Festival. I'm sitting in a fucking cafe in Tesco, waiting to get picked up in a second van to play a pub in Wakefield. Four people, by the way, I mean, there was an audience there, fine, but also for people who randomly break out in fistfights halfway through the set during the song Soul to Squeeze of All Songs, which is one of the most delicate songs by the Chili Peppers alongside Under the Bridge. <coughs> I don't want to hear any of this. Who works harder? Who's more dedicated to the... Me, motherfucker. I work. I put everything on the line to play shows. And to get paid handsomely for them. <laughs> oh man! And then ever since ever since I've got home, I've just been fucked, just fucked, stressed, tired, worn out, exhausted. You name it, I am it. All right, man. I've beat it on. I realized the second half, I had more funny stuff to talk about, but I realized the second half of this podcast just isn't funny at all, and I'm sorry, but. Wanted to tell you about the weekend I've had. Uh, the new Hive Mind song comes out tomorrow. If you listen to this on Thursday, if you listen to this on Friday or after, it's already out. So 
a lullaby high by high vine whenever if you find this in 20 years time the song will still be out so go check it out please please go check it out and um yeah man i've got some shows this weekend uh the crook hotel in crook funnily enough uh, and then Saturday we're playing in Scotland, the Chili Pinos, and on Sunday I'm doing stand up at Darlington, but it's already sold out. So, and then we're in August, and I'll be looking for some gigs in August because it's the Fringe Festival time, and everybody's in Scotland, and there's no gigs happening. So, need help. So, if you know anybody that needs anything doing like what I do, also if anybody's listening to this that knows much about cars and can tell us why my fucking back driver's seat tyre keeps deflating all the time, then please holler. Alright, man. Uh, thanks for letting us do this podcast and absolutely talk shit at you for half an hour. I appreciate it. And hopefully I'll be back next week with another one. And a big update on how Lullaby High is doing. Hopefully. And more funny stuff. Okay. Take care. Love you loads. Bye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. My life, my life, makes you want to run away. Ain't no place to go, no place to go, baby.